When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Alan Minskoff is with me, and he has a variety of books that he's sharing this week. Hey, Alan, how are you? I'm good, and we're going to have fun with this one today. This is Yesterday's Spy by Tom Bradby, and it's read by George Waitman, and brilliantly read, by the way. It's a spy thriller. Bradby, he did the Kate Henderson trilogy. She's an MI6 agent. I love me some MI6 agents. I'll tell you what, if you're going to have spies, let them come from Britain and let them have lived through World War II. And and they have all the bona fides I need. Exactly. I've read reviews of this book and they have been straight down the line. Fabulous. But I have to be honest, I know George Waitman read a Lockhart and Green series. It's a detective series that I, I it's on my list of things to listen to, but I honestly don't know him. And, and I don't either, but I, I would like to get to know him better because he does a brilliant job, as our listeners will find out when they hear the sound sample. He really is one of those Brits who can do anything. He does Americans well. You'll hear he does Churchill well. And he really gets inside of this protagonist, this highly flawed but fascinating protagonist called Harry Tower. Harry Tower is a kind of long-in-the-tooth spy who's at this kind of the end of his, his term. He starts in the 30s, and this is set in 1953. It's when the overthrow of Mossadegh in Iran takes place, which many most people believe was CIA-inspired with the complicity of the Brits. What happens is Harry Tower's son is a journalist mm-hmm. in Iran, and he gets kidnapped. And that is the engine of the plot. And of course, he goes and helps his son out. And Tower is one of those guys who's physically very powerful still at the time of this this story. And he's one of these really smart agents. And he you know, makes it his business to, to find out what happens. And he's an anti-hero. He's a highly flawed person. There's some remarkable twists and turns. I have to thank the magazine. You know, Once or twice a year, they give me either a a spy thriller or a mystery. And this is really was really fun. I also read that it is really, it has such interesting father-son dynamics. I mean, in the midst of being this spy thriller. I think that's one of the things that that, that separates it from some. There's, there's a lot of interpersonal stuff. There's a lot of stuff about the Iranians and the CIA and the, and the Brits and how all of it came to pass. You know, a lot of people mark the Shah defeating Mossadegh as a, as a very bad moment in the history of how the West intervened in other countries. Well, why don't we hear a little so we can hear how George Waitman is reading Tom Bradby. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this. We, we get to learn a little bit about Harry Tower and where he fits. Okay. This is Yesterday's Spy by Tom Bradby, read by George Waitman. Harry Tower, here to see the Prime Minister? Yes, sir. I believe you know the way. Harry hurried down the hall and took the stairs three at a time. He was waved through by the secretary and eased into the study quietly. It was much too small to arrive unnoticed. Winston Churchill sat slumped in the chair by his desk, smoking one of his infamous cigars and looking every one of his 79 years. 
Ed Haddon and William Oswald, Harry's colleagues in the Secret Intelligence Service Operations Department, stood before a map of Tehran on the far side of the desk. You recall Harry Tower, Ed Haddon said. We asked him to attend because he had some direct experience in Tehran at the end of the war. Harry was tempted to ask why they had excluded him from the planning of this operation and all communication with the Americans, but he managed to bite his tongue. I'm old, not senile, Churchill shot back. Sit, he ordered Harry, as if he wished to have company at the level of his steely gaze. Oh, he does a good Churchill. He really does. That is a good, not too much. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not over the top, but man, I heard that voice and I could see that face in my mind's eye. And this is a 79-year-old church. This is Churchill long, the end of his career. He also, I mean, Waitman is narrating. It sounds like he's an MI6 agent. You know what I mean? It's just, he gets it. he's he really crisp. Does. It's a good, crisp voice. I want to hear more from him. Oh, me too. I said two things about his narration. I said he has the, the gravitas and polish. He both gives him the seriousness, because these people have had lived serious lives, and also the polish, the, you know, the British polish. Yeah, it's, it's great. This has just flown to the top of my list. People will enjoy this. That is Yesterday's Spy by Tom Bradby, read by George Waitman. Thank you so much for recommending this, Alan. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope all the listeners do, too. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Penguin Random House Audio, publishers of exciting titles for adults and kids like Waxing On, a memoir written and read by Ralph Macchio, and The Stern Chase, the latest title in the Brother Band Chronicles by John Flanagan, read by John Keating. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash audiophile today and start listening. And then follow Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating on Apple because it helps people to find us. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.